Do you want to change the world? So do I. On this show, we meet artists whose work is doing just that. Welcome to Art Heals All Wounds. I'm your host, Pam Uzel. I'm curious, has anyone listening ever experienced frozen shoulder? Frozen shoulder is pain that comes in right where your arm fits into the socket of your shoulder. For most people who experience it, it just seems to come out of nowhere. One day you're fine, the next you literally can't move your arm without excruciating pain. The other thing, it lasts anywhere from a few months to a few years. In March of 2022, I noticed some achiness in my left shoulder. Within a few days, I could barely move my left arm. After a couple of weeks of this, I woke up unable to move my right arm either. I had frozen shoulder on both sides. The pain is really indescribable, and I've given birth twice. I was really grateful to find people in my life who empathized. Some friends had had it before and knew exactly how it felt. My partner was always offering to rub Bengay on my shoulders at night and to help me get dressed in the morning. The physical therapist I finally went to see was extremely empathetic to issues of chronic pain. My doctor, not so much. I began to realize how our society, in so many ways, isn't built for chronic pain. I experienced daily, nonstop pain for eight months, but I know people who have experienced chronic pain for much longer than that. Physical pain, for sure, but emotional pain, too, and mental illness. This experience made me think a lot about empathy, how there seems to be a deficit of it right now. I also examined myself truthfully and my own capacity for empathy. I know very well that for a good chunk of my life, I suffered from a lack of it. If it's true that the universe hands you things to teach you what you need to learn, then I think the universe has in many ways been trying to teach me to develop more empathy and compassion. I didn't have enough, least of all for myself. Where am I going with all of this? Reading the book, Your Brain on Art, co-written by last week's guest, Susan McSalmon, had a big impact on my way of thinking about how this empathy deficit can be and is already being addressed through art. I've also been thinking about addressing the compassion deficit I feel for myself. In season two, I interviewed the writer Ceci Nahar as she was finishing up her memoir, Unfuckupable, A Love Story. This book is very much about Ceci beginning with her own emotional pain and deciding in her 40s that she was going to change by designing the life she wanted. Up until that point, 
she hadn't believed that she deserved better than what she'd gotten so far. Her story is really interesting. If you haven't heard it, you can go back to season two to listen to it. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about something Ceci told me. I don't remember if this was a part of the actual podcast or just in one of our other conversations, but Ceci told me that she sat down and made a list of a hundred things to see, do, or have. These were things that she wanted but had never dared to imagine that she deserved. I've been intrigued by the idea of making such a list since Ceci told me about it, and now, almost a year later, I'm finally doing it. It's really hard. It's surprising how much resistance I feel to believe that I deserve some of these long-held desires. I'm only up to number 17 on my list so far. The other thing I realized is that when you make a list like this, you'll automatically begin to focus time and energy to the things on it. So I'm proceeding with caution. I'm not going to read my list, but it's interesting the themes I'm noticing. These are the top three so far. Number one, respect my body's needs. What this means for me is to respect that I am getting older and I have a neuromuscular disease. I need to move. Number two, restore myself through the natural world. I live in a city, but I've created a tiny oasis in my backyard that is full of plants and wildlife. And I'm less than 10 minutes away from trails that lead me through giant redwoods or incredible views of the bay. Number three, prioritize experiences and relationships. I'm wondering if many of you listening can relate to being so caught up in the cycle of producing that you don't make time to experience anything else. Live music, theater, gatherings, celebrations, travel. These are things I want more of. I'm so curious to know how some of you set your intentions and what it is that you want for yourself. I also wanna know if it's hard for you to believe if you deserve what you want. If you feel like sharing your story, you can reach me at my website, artheelsallwoundspodcast.com. One interesting side effect of making this list is that I'm feeling a lot of gratitude for what I've seen and done and have already. I wanna express some of my gratitude right now to you for listening. Art Heals All Wounds listenership doubled this past season. If you're a new listener, I'm so grateful to have you. And for those who've been listening longer, thank you. It means a lot to have your support in making this show. I'm so, so thankful to the Art Heals All Wounds editor, Eva Hristova. Having Eva work on the show has been one of the best things to happen to this podcast. I'm super grateful to Gretchen Kusel, who's been writing beautiful show notes week after week. I also want to give a big thanks to my oldest daughter, Allegra Telemac, for checking over transcripts for the show. And really just in general, a big thanks to both of my daughters, Allegra and Lydia, for being who they are and adding so much to my life. For the next few weeks, I'll be taking a break, but 
I will be sharing episodes of some of the shows that I've been listening to and really enjoying. So keep an eye out for those feed drops. Wherever you're listening from, I'm wishing you a beautiful summer or winter. The music you've heard in this podcast is by Ketza. This podcast was edited by Eva Ristova. As always, this show was recorded using Squadcast FM. Art Heals All Wounds comes to you from Oakland, California, on unceded territory of the Chokeno Ohlone people.